welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Vergus. Welcome to the podcast series, CQ for Global Leaders. I'm joined again by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hello, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Good to be back with you again. Good to be here. So what are we talking about today? Well, today I thought one of the first topics I'd like to discuss is, in fact, transitioning to retirement. Mm. Yeah. Now, it sounds like you're probably thinking, what does that have to do with global leadership, right? But you recall one of the previous podcasts we did was on turning 60, you know, how I talked about turning 60 and my reflections point on that points on that. I also wrote about it in my newsletter. I must say, I was very pleasantly surprised by the number of people who responded to it. So one was actually wishing me happy birthday. Very nice of them. (laughs) But I had a number of people, Jürgen, who turned around and said to me about how they are struggling with it. They're struggling with the whole process of aging. Mm. They're struggling with the whole process of what happens next to me in my role. So as a senior leader, I had a number of people who said, this is my last gig as such. Yeah. And I'm stepping out from here and I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So I thought we would have a conversation about that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Interesting feedback. And um, it sounds like a lot of people are kind of, I mean, to me, thinking back to my corporate days, it was a lot that you were kind of in somebody else, in the hands of somebody else in terms of what your role was and what your next role was and what your progression up the corporate ladder and so on is. So sounds a little bit like that. Yes, I suppose, you know, it is in some ways in someone else's hands. I do think, though, that for global leaders, when you're in a senior position, there are a lot of things tied up to your position. Mm. Right? You, know, you have your sense of identity, like this is who I am. You have a title yeah. you know, that gives you a certain level of status, not just in the company, but as you travel, as you know, Jürgen, in lots of countries, the whole thing around hierarchy. That's right. And your title you know, creates a lot of people opening doors for you, getting cars, mm. all those sort of things which come because of the title. Mm. So therefore, it's part of your identity. The other thing is that for, I think, a lot of people, it creates a sense of belonging. You know, you belong to an organization, right? You belong to a team. Mm. Um, so, gosh, what happens when I don't have the team? Yeah. So what, um, what do you think people can do to kind of start to think about those things looking forward? So how do I cultivate my identity that's independent of of my current title or how do I um, cultivate a sense of belonging that might be beyond the current team I'm in? Mm. So I think one of the first things you need to do is actually start thinking about it before you step out of the organization. In fact, I wrote to a couple of the people who had responded to me by suggesting to them they should get their organizations to provide some transition to retirement coaching. Mm. 
Mm. Because you can actually speak to somebody about it or speak to a number of people about it. You know, there are lots of help around financial planning yeah. and how to set yourself up. But I think that the, the, the work that's required for you as an individual in how to navigate the change, I think that is something that organizations need to be thinking about. Mm. I've, I think there are, you, if you can think about it in four different categories of change, fundamentally, we can look at it as mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual change. Mm. Yeah, so the, I guess the mental change is around your, your using your brain power to do some work and make this contribution. And so when that is no longer there, what, what do you now focus on in terms of your thinking and continuing to develop your own learning and your own personal growth and development? That's correct. So how do you keep yourself still edgy? How do you keep learning? Because let's face it, as human beings, we, we are learning creatures, right? If we are not learning, if your brain is not being developed, it's going to atrophy, right? Yeah, so yeah. You, you're either growing or you're shrinking. Mm. Or some, my, my, uh, one of my very, very first managers told me, when you're green, you're growing, and when you're ripe, you're rotting. That's right. Yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think about that now, and I thought, wow, it probably has a has a, has some sense in it, which is why I think it's useful for people to do things like Sudoku, crossword puzzles, mm. etc. If that is of interest to you, but I think as a as a as a leader, one of the things you need to be thinking about is how do I keep my brain active? Mm. What do I need to read? How do I engage with the society? How do I keep abreast? of what's happening in the world. Because I think what happens if we don't do that is we become smaller yeah. and you know, we become grumpy, boring, rather than being able to think about it in a wider context. So that's my take really on, on, on mental, mental health, and that's important. The other thing, Jürgen, I think it's that we are starting to see a lot more of with this is that if we're not occupied mentally, it may lead to things like anxiety, sense of depression, you know, mm. sense of loss. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we have the things around Alzheimer's, dementia, all those sort of things which come further on. So I think keeping your mental health is really important. Mm. Yeah, I was having a conversation recently with someone around wisdom frame yeah, and okay. connecting the dots. And I think that's maybe there's an opportunity there about people that are, um, you know, coming from a position of a lot of experience and having seen a lot of different things and being able to then connect the dots and make a contribution somewhere in that regard. Yes, very much so. So how do you, I mean, if you think about wisdom, it, wisdom is what happens when you have an experience and you can learn from it. Mm. If you have an experience and you haven't learned anything from it or you don't reflect on it, then you don't develop wisdom. Most people, once they've thought about it, there's some wisdom there. How do we utilize that wisdom? I think that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Mm. The next thing is actually around physicality. Mm-hmm. As you know, when we age, you know, our bodies are not as uh, elastic and as resilient as when we were younger. As a, as a leader, perhaps who's used to traveling, 
and who's used to being out and about all the time, I think it's important to maintain a certain level of mental, I mean, physical flexibility. And it may be that you may not be able to run the marathon or you may not be able to do those things, but you can do other things like you may take up bicycling, right? Which is, you know, a lot of people do that now. Or you may do more gentle exercises, stretching like yoga, Pilates, mm. swimming. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the physical part is really important because a lot of people, particularly people that are in office jobs, you know, even even like we're talking transition to retirement and older people here, but, but even younger people that are in these office jobs are just not moving enough. They're sort of sitting in front of screens and um, maybe they move their fingers, but that's about it. So, yeah, it's, and as you say, there's lots of opportunities to do different things. Mm. Yeah, so physicality is definitely declining, isn't it, for, mm. for most of the population. The third piece is around emotional and I think about that as your sense of well-being, your soul, you know, how you are in terms of your connection, maybe perhaps with your friends, your families, etc. What happens, I think, with um, people as they get older is, of course, they, if they have kids, the kids may move out, mm. or suddenly their, their circle shrinks, and emotional connection or human connection is really important. That whole thing around connectedness is really important for well-being. And something that we may need to think about is who else can I create an emotional connection with? So are there groups that I can join? So I have, for instance, one individual that I know who for many years traveled the world as a global executive. When he retired or when the position became redundant, he suddenly found that he didn't have lots of friends. He didn't have very few friends because he was always traveling. Yeah. He knew very few people in his neighborhood. His wife was connected yeah. with others, but he just definitely, because he would come in on the weekend, he'd be tired, and then he'd be out again. Mm. He did that for years and years and years. So he had to make a very conscious effort to join some of the local groups, some of the local community groups, really take that step to develop friendships. Hmm. Yeah, and I'd, I've certainly had that experience in the past as well. Right. Spent a lot of time traveling, and, and the time that I then spent at home, I focused very much on family, the children, as well as my wife. Yep. And so um, when I then left those roles, I found the same thing. I had to make a real conscious effort to build a network of friends that I was closer to that, rather than just casual acquaintances. Mm, indeed. And at the same time still reach out to the people internationally where I had built friendships around whilst I was travelling. And maintain that relationship. Yeah. Yes. And the final piece is what I think is the spiritual aspect uh, of our life. I have a bias, of course, about this, is that I think as one gets older, then one really needs to spend more time thinking about your inner life. Hmm. Uh, if you think about the many different stages of life, you know, Carl Jung talked about the four stages of life, uh, the Hindu, uh, the Hindus believe in stages of life in zero to 20, you're a child, 20 to uh, 40, you're kind of um, building a family, you're in your family stages, 40 to 60, you're in 
your middle age, 60 onwards, you begin the age of renunciation, where you start giving things away. And so I think in, in terms of the spirituality and inner life, it's really spending more time thinking about what is more important, but it's also thinking about legacy, thinking about things in a wider context rather than what is immediately important uh, for you. A, you have more time for that. Mm-hmm. And B, I think you have perspective mm-hmm. that you may not have had when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's an example of that in, in practical terms? Well, in practical terms is, I think, for instance, things like meditation mm-hmm. is helps you build a level of spirituality. And may it may be something as a practice that you may want to incorporate more of if you haven't done that when you were younger. But as you get older, I think it helps you. Not only does it help you in your spirituality, but I think it helps you emotionally and mentally and Mm. physically. So for me, that's an example of looking after your, uh, your spiritual life. I also think that as you transition out, one of the concepts you might want to be thinking about is the concept of elderhood. And we may do a podcast on that at another time. Being an elder is around, if you think about indigenous societies, they have elders. Mm. A lot of the older Asian cultures have elders. Something that's missing, I think, in the West. We are much more of a youth-oriented society. We don't spend as much time thinking or paying respect to the elders. I feel that as you get as you get older, that it's something which you may want to think about, and and you may want to think about how do I embrace being an elder, mm. and what does that mean for you? Yeah, you know what does that mean in and for you and for the community that you are in, and of course, if you do all that, that links into the legacy that you will leave behind. Mm. Yeah, so there's a, there's an element of contribution in that. Isn't Absolutely. There? So, um, how can and, and also to me, there's an element of self-awareness. So all of those four um, categories come into being more self-aware of, you know, how am I being in my situation right now and how am I dealing with that and how can I continue to make a contribution, whereas in the past I've made a contribution within this role, within this team, but now that's changing or will be changing and so how can I make a contribution to another kind of environment yes into the wider community yep Mm. good so what's the reflection point you'd like to leave our listener today i think the reflection point will be if you are in that position where you'll be looking at transitioning within the next 12 to 24 months i would encourage you to spend some time thinking about well how do i prepare myself for it Now, if you are not in that position and you have many more years left, that's great. It would still be useful for you to do a quick assessment on, well, what's my level of mental health? And is there anything I need to do with that? What's my level of physical health? Is there anything I need to do with that? What's my level of emotional health? And finally, what's my level of spiritual help? Mm. Health, I mean. Health, yes. Great. All right. Well, I look forward to um, hearing the listeners' feedback and uh, speaking to you some more about the elderhood maybe in a future podcast.
podcast episode. Indeed, Jürgen. All the best. Bye. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.